This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hello, family and friends. I'm Renette Marburg, ready to meet with you on my program, Rise. On this program, we have honest and truthful conversations around family challenges relevant to you. Rise on Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Finding God's truth for a way forward together. Good afternoon, family and friends, and thank you for joining me on Radio Cape Pulpit this afternoon on my program called Rise, and it's Renette Myberg, and we are the program where we just give you some hope, guidance, and wisdoms, and knowledge when real life happens. We discuss relevant and often unspoken issues in the family, in truth and in love, but with God we can rise to restoration and rise above all, and together as a family we can get uh, healing and today our program is going to be a fantastic topic it's about how to heal your body and mind and soul according to the word and we have Leisha Webb who's going to be joining us straight after this amazing song and I'm going to introduce you right after this but first we're going to listen to Made to be Loved. Good afternoon family and friends and thank you for joining me it's Renette Myberg on Radio K Pulpit this afternoon and we have got a lovely topic this that we're going to deal with today and it's about healing your body and mind and soul according to the word but we have a lovely uh, guest with us today her name is Leisha Webb she is the founder of Ela Ministries she's a public speaker mentor and Leisha also teaches family restoration living in a lifestyle of health according to the word and she's happily married to a very handsome husband Eugene and two beautiful children and she was recently signed up to to do uh, she's recently signed up to do her honors in the- theology and uh, you know she has her own uh, academy as well teaching autistic uh, scholars to get through school and it's called wow a learning academy and Leisha, thank you so much for joining us and i know you've joining us under very difficult circumstances today but uh, we just want to welcome you and uh, but condolences to your family up in Pretoria and I know that you'd love to have been in the studio today but thank you for joining us. Hi Renette, thank you very much for this opportunity and thank you that I can share a little bit with my journey of how Abba Father actually he, he just really came and he took something which was a shame and, upon my life and he just made it shameless. And the moment he made it shameless for me, I started walking in victory and my cup started running over. Yes. I would like to give you guys a little bit of a background about me. I'd love that. Um, As a young mom and a spouse, um, and, and I simply could not just sit back and accept you know, how life just throws us on a roller coaster. Um, I was brought up by amazing moms, and we really enjoyed life together. And there were times where they really experienced so much joy in their life, but there were times where health and their mind and their soul just really set them back in life. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be the mom um, who they taught me to be and carry the strength but I wanted to learn through their weaknesses and really aim to become a better person. And through all of that, um, I would like to share my journey of health because it wasn't just at a ministry that 
you know, you, you just get a name and the ministry is just born and all of that. It, it comes from a deep place of restoration. Yes. And and that's where Eli was birthed. Is, is I had to face a giant standing in front of me called health. And I had to learn what what little stone will our father put in that sling for me. And this journey started when my son was um, very ill and he was paralyzed at the age of three. And even though I was always a believer, I really reached out to another father who could help me through this because as all mothers with sick children, we really want that miracle. And in our life, that miracle took place and our father healed him. And I wanted to learn about this, this other father with this character. Okay, that was a little uh, a glitch that we experienced, but uh, we've got Leisha back on the line. Thank you so much, Leisha, for uh, being patient. And um, yes, uh, we had. We just want to recap quickly on what you were discussing before. Uh, 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 you know that beautiful song, and you know if you know that testimony of Jeremy Camp, he says it should have been me, and it was so. It, interesting that you finished up on mm-hmm. the conversation with your son being paralyzed um yes so just carry on continue with uh, the journey that you had of healing um and thank you sure just carry on after after receiving the miracle of our son of healing um i realized in my own life that my health wasn't right and i had an operation in 2009 and through that operation, my life changed, and I got I got a lot better. But there were certain little things that wasn't like it used to, it was supposed to be. And in 2016, I went to the emergency room for a pure little, you know, tummy issue, and um, I didn't realize how ill I was until I woke up in ICU two days later, receiving the diagnosis from the doctors that my lifestyle will never be the same again, and that everything will be different from my eating habits to my active lifestyle, um, I couldn't just sit back accepting this after I saw how a miracle took place in my son's own life. And I wanted to be the active mom. Um, And God really took me on a journey where I had to learn to, to fight my mind because sometimes the mind was right and ready, but the body just wouldn't. And it was the struggle to, to fight through this. Um, I learned through studying my theology um, who our Father created me to be. In his Jeremiah 1 verse 45, he says that he has sanctified and ordained me and he has restored my soul. So I couldn't accept that I couldn't live a full life where my cup was run over and I could be the mom and friend and, and you know work colleague that I was created to be. And that was a turning point for me in my life because I received a very clear message from the Holy Spirit that said, um, would it be one day or day one? And I was faced with a choice. Was I still going to hope and dream for this, or was I going to take the first step and say day one? And please understand that day one is not what I look like today. I had to face many failures in between, and many times I had to reach success in, in my own opinion of what goals I set out for myself, but I would, re- I would be set back. And it's about that ongoing getting up and facing it again. Yes, and yes. That's very really important. my mind. Mm. You know, you were also mentioning, you know, when we had our discussion to, to get you, before we had, 
you know, on the on the program, you know, we you were mentioning the fact that we are uniquely our DNA is uniquely designed to us, and we were specifically made and wired according to us. So it doesn't mean that what works for you works for me. So exactly. what was that revelation that you discovered in the word and how did you address that, uh, uh, you know, concept of, listen, you know, I've got to listen to what God says to me as, uh, as an individual. I realized that if he created me, Salem Elohim, and according to his image, um, he is perfect, but I'm imperfect. And I need to accept that. And through my weaknesses, he became, becomes my strength. So with Jeremiah 1 verse 4 to 5, we all received our own uniqueness and our own divine in our own creation and the way our Father intended us to live, not the way our bodies turn out to be because of habits that we follow. And I had to sit back and say, you know, if, if this food isn't good for me, um, where, where did we get the idea that when we all sit around one table, each one was designed uniquely, but we have to eat the same? And if I can't eat what my friend is eating, then I break myself down and speak down to myself because poor me, you know, I have to eat different. And for me, the turning point in my life was where I got to a point where I realized that certain foods I was always longing more for than others. And when I turned back to the way my body is asking me for food and how important nutrition is, I saw restoration taking place in my body. I saw that if I eat according to what my body asks, in my case, a practical thing is um, black pepper, turmeric, celery, um, avoiding food. When I learned everything about my body, it became natural and I saw the strength in my body. And because I could see the strength in my body, my mind was more focused. And I got to a point where I sat down and I said, you know, Abba Father, why am I eating? I know, you know, our flesh needs food, but, but why am I eating this? Am I bored? Am I hungry? Or is it a habit? And once I got to understanding when I'm eating and what I'm eating, I started ministering to myself, <clears throat> sorry, um, prophetically, because I would like to eat colors, you know. I don't want to just focus on one color. And I put a plate of food in front of me when it was time to eat. And I asked myself, am I hungry? And if I'm hungry, what prophetically am I eating? And once I got to that point, I realized that it's not only what we eat on a plate of food or for our physical bodies, it's what our mind eats. What are we reading? What are we listening to? What are we taking in from friends? All their fears, all, all the uncertainty that the world is carrying out at the moment. And, you know, how do I fill my cup? Being in ministry, we, we empty ourselves and we hand out so freely as, as His Holy Spirit gives to us, um, his, his wisdom. But how do we fill up ourselves? And it's only once we stand in unity of body, mind, and soul that our cup really runneth over of His love, and we feel it and see it and acknowledge it in every part of our life. Yeah, 
Yes. Um, you know, that was that was very interesting because at the end of the day, um, you know, it says so in Proverbs as well that, um, you know, we have to make good decisions for ourselves, you know, and that is what you did. It says in Proverbs 2 verse 10 to 11, it says, Wisdom will enter your heart, heartland, uh, in, into your heart, and knowledge will fill you with joy. Wise choices will watch over you. Understanding will keep you safe. So that's pretty much what you did, um, Alicia. And, you know, so when, when you, how did you navigate yourself in, in the whole process? Because obviously everything had to change. Your mind, your body, and your soul had to come into full alignment, according to the word. Um, yes, it was very important. I had to surround myself with people who would um, encourage me to be more positive in my body, mind, and soul. And it's an amazing journey because Abba Father really sent um, the correct people into my life. And I have a teachable spirit, which I have received from His Holy Spirit, that, that allows me to learn from others. And it's an ongoing journey. It's a, it's a lifestyle. It's not a diet. It's not a quick fix. It's an ongoing lifestyle. No matter what you face in life, you have to apply those tools in every aspect of your life. And I'm so happy that Abba Father chose this journey for me, even though it was a very difficult journey to stand with. Because if I look back at where I started with this journey and where I am now, and the people and the brides and the sending to me now through things I had to learn from, you know, then you realize it wasn't all for nothing. And for me in my personal life, um. Like you mentioned, my husband, Eugene, he's my best friend, and he knows my love language, and I understand his love language. But his love language is to be kinesthetic. And I am not a kinesthetic person at all. I turn more towards academics and teaching. Mm -hmm. But I realized that if he does things for me, which does not come natural to him, or which is not his number one on his love language list, and he's willing to do it for me. What is stopping me from being that? And I realized the enemy was using my body to stand in that gap. I was yes. just a cheerleader leading him on and cheering him to do his sports. But I could never be that. Yes. And that one day, on day one, I decided no more. I want to be that for my child. I want to be my best friend. Like, you know, right next to him. I want to run with him. But he knows what it would take for my body to get to that point, to share that with him. And I think that was a turning point in our marriage because he loved me more for acknowledging that it's not easy. And when I reach a goal, he's just as happy with me. And when I reach face a failure or a little bit of a setback and it it affects my mind and my soul again, he's there to pick me up and say that, but let's get up again. It's never going to be as bad as step one was. And it is true. You'd, I injured myself recently, but I never had to go back as far as day one. Yes. It's just a little step back. Yes. And it's easier to get back into it every time. You yes. can't expect your body to, to push harder if your mind um, isn't there. And if you don't put the nutrition in your body, you, you cannot reach your goals in your body, mind, or soul. Because if there's not unity in the three, one pulls the other out of balance. And living a life full of grace and acknowledging everything about you, 
you just see life in a different way because I stopped my focus on losing weight. I stopped my focus from, um, you know, sitting in his word all day. And I stopped my focus from exercising. For me, it became a lifestyle. So I minister to myself what I eat. I minister to myself what I hear and what my mind gets to absorb. But I minister to myself in my exercise. Exercise for me has become worship. It has become a time where I don't speak to Abba Father. He speaks to me in my little things that I do. And he guides my every step on how to exercise and what to do. And he, he, he started a series um, that we are teaching brides, My Cup Runneth Over, which we start every eight weeks with a new group, in, in which he demonstrates, you know, how do you look at yourself? It, it brings awareness to realize what you think about yourself and how things affect you through a plant. And that's just a practical thing. You know, I'm a very practical person and I like to teach in a practical way. Yes, because to yes. tell someone to lose weight and to stop eating this and um, watch your portions, yes, it works for some people, but not for all. And his love is perfect. Yes, and if we can get yes. to the love that he has for us, Amen. we will conquer and we will walk in victory in our body, mind and soul. Once we come to day one. Yes. Lisha, I just want to actually just interrupt you on that one. You know, we've got a beautiful song that says, uh, Hanley Slav is going to be singing for us now, is uh, My Life is in Your Hands. So I think let us just go into that now. And then afterwards, I want you to give us that practical, um, little practical tips that you did about the leaves and the, and the plant and that I don't want us to lose momentum on that. It's such a beautiful illustration of how to get your mind and every, everything into uh, alignment. So let us just listen to My Life is in Your Hands by Hanley Slabbert. Wow, that was beautiful. And that is exactly where we're at right now with our topic today is about bringing your body, mind and soul into full alignment with the, with the word and thank you for joining me Renette Marburg on 729am and we have got lovely Leisha Webb on the line with us and she's a mentor and a coach on just how to bring that whole healing concept according to the word you know the Lord had just also meant when I was preparing for um, the program today he says call to me and I will answer you, and I will tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. And that is in Jeremiah 33, verse 3. He says, I am the one who answers your prayers and cares for you. I am like a tree that is always green. All your fruit comes from me. And as that song was saying about, you know, our lives are in his hands, and we can trust him with our lives. So, Alicia, just continue with us. You know, I love the fact that you, you know, I was under one of your teachings um, about the, you know, how to do the little practical things, the doable things, things that are obvious, the things are, you know, that is in the house. It's not too difficult to do. So just give us a few practical points of how did you navigate yourself through this um, healing process, especially about the you plant. Know, <laughs> yes. You know, we read in, in John 15 verse 5 that I am the vine and you are the branches. Amen. And then it goes on and on. But how do we want to be the branch if we're not rooted in the vine? And how can we be prosperous above if we're not prosperous below? We need to uproot and create awareness and recognize what is the reason for our habits in our body, mind, and soul. And from there, 
You know, I said, Arafara, I hear you, but how? I can't just say to someone, lose weight. And he showed me a plant and he said, just as your brain looks like a plant, and that's how he says, um, you know, in Romans 12, verse 2, do not be conformed to this world, but transform your your mind, you know, to reading his word. Yes. We see that we are a, that, that plant. And he showed me this physical plant in front of me, and he said to me, for the next seven weeks, you're going to do everything to the plant which you do to yourself. And through little practical ways, he showed me how to take photos of the plant and look at it and look at the beauty of the plant. But every negative thing you do with yourself has a consequence on your plant. And you know what, Renee, after a week when you look back at the plant and you realize what you did to the plant, you realize what you do to yourself. Wow. And, and, and that was such, such a breakthrough in my life because when we went through difficult times now recently, I looked at my plants and I realized, you know, look what I'm doing. Look what I'm doing to myself. So instead of looking yourself in the mirror and weighing yourself and, and measuring and doing all these things which the world is telling us and which works and you, for some and people. you feel defeated. Yes. And, and you know, and you, you break yourself down all the time. Rise. And for every good thing that happens, plant a little seed. See how that plant grows, you know, comes up. That seed starts growing. And, and that changes because I, I notice things. We would put a little ribbon with Jeremiah 1 verse 45 in the cupboard that we open the most, which is our habit, you know. And, and before you open it, you ask yourself, why? When you exercise, you don't have to do these big exercises and we take you through the process. It's not to start with going outside and running. It's a long process. Worship, flagging, um, listening to his worship, standing with your arms up in the air. That's that's exercise. And some of us have to start there. And that's more than good enough to start right there. Um, you know, our body is our temple. It is temple. And, and we are only temporarily in it. But we have a responsibility to look after that temple. And we can feed the mind as much as we like and the soul. But if it ultimately reflects in the body. And the body is what keeps us away from our purpose. You know, and, and why? Why do we allow that if there's, if there's, you know, alternative ways of getting through it? So aim for balance. Pack your scale away. Stop weighing your food and just focus on how much you're eating and focus that you worship all that you do. And it becomes a lifestyle. And you spend so much time with him that you just overflow. You really... His word just lives in you. You start feeling it and living it and seeing it. And, and what I loved what you shared with us is the fact that you that you as well as when you colour your plate, you you feasting with the Lord, you appreciating the beauty yes. of the food, the the taste, the flavour, everything. So it's such it's such a satisfying experience. You know, where before yes, it was like I can't eat this, or oh, this is going to make me fat. No, you enjoy. You enjoy what the Lord yes. has presented you. Is that not beautiful? And, 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 you know, if you want to prophetically minister yourself and you want to worship Him, you don't want to use only one color. So that encourages you to eat a colorful plate of food and, and to enjoy it and to focus on what you're eating. And in the same way, the body, if you feel you need peace today, wear a color that is peaceful. 
don't wear your blood color that puts your spirit perhaps more down. Like, I'm, I'm in, in, in the fire and fighting at the moment in, in certain aspects in my life. I'm wearing red because for me, when I notice myself in the mirror, it's like I am it, you know? I, I am what I want to be. I am um, in my mind. I'm, I'm proclaiming it. I'm walking it. I'm physically seeing it for myself. And that, that changed everything for me. And to have a community or, or people very close to you that can keep you accountable, that can journey with you, not judgmental, but understand your journey, where you are at. And you can be in your purpose in the season that you are, as you are. You don't have to change first before the Father will use you. He says, come as you are, That's but great. we aim to be perfect. Yes. But he created us imperfect beings because he loves us unconditional. And it's time that we start loving ourselves unconditionally. Amen. Amen. That is very profound. You know, um, as you were mentioning the fact that you need to start visualizing yourself of who you, where you want to be and who you want to be. Uh, physically, you know, you said that you started wearing sporty clothes because that is, yes. that is, you know, you were wanting to get to that point where you are sporty with your husband and that, and we, us, you know, maybe the more mature ladies and that, let us just look, just look lovely and beautiful in our clothing. Let us just look healthy. And the fact that we possibly cannot go into signing a gym contract and off we go and thinking that now we have to, do two hours of on the treadmill and we can actually worship with flags and we can get that exercise i actually got healed from osteoarthritis through uh, worship dancing and um, mm-hmm. so i'm I, absolutely i'm not joking it was the honest truth and it was the most incredible experience and um i was riddled i was stuck i was in pain and um the Lord said to me, go and dance. I said, but I can't even move. And as soon as I lifted up my hands to a song of Paul Wilbur, and it says, take your healing. And I took my healing and I got healed. So I'm just saying, people, listen to this. This is such profound truths that is being shared right now by Leisha. So just give us some of the practical, um, uh, more practical uh, pointers that you've now used in the process. I would say have grace with yourself. You know, if you if you have a good day today and tomorrow is not a good day, it's okay. Live an eighty twenty life. Don't aim for perfection. Aim for excellence. You know, and and our Abba Father understands. You know our emotions, but do not allow those emotions to take over. You know, if you look at your your heart, lungs, and your brain, those are also unity. Sometimes we receive a message that really takes your breath away and your heart tears apart, but you are in control of how far you will let your mind take that pain. Yes. And in the same way, if you don't love yourself and you get yourself in the mirror and see how other father sees you, how do you want to explain to someone else that, that he has for you? So take away your scale, aim for balance, um, don't focus on diet or exercise and turn it all into worship for your body, mind, and soul. Have small little goals. Um, join our My Cup Runners Over series. Um, you know, it's a very quiet group. We share one teaching 
every single day, and it's your journey with Abba Father, how deep he can you and how much you allow. But you have to get to the day where you say, today is day one. And even if in five days you have to take a day one again, it will never be as bad as the first day you took That's day correct. one. It's like finely tuning, tweaking, tweaking every day yes. to something better. Yes. So tell me, um, you know, just give us your maybe your your WhatsApp number for that particular. Uh, then they can contact okay. you. The it is zero seven or you can contact me on email truthinexcellence at gmail dot com. Fantastic, fantastic. So, uh, Alicia, you know, um, you were also mentioning the fact that, uh, you know, you know, the kind of eating habits that you had to take, it wasn't that, it was a process. Hey? And I mean, you know, obviously yeah. with us being, you know, having COVID and, you know, a lot of people are weak at the moment. And, you know, the fact that we need to have grace on ourselves is so important. So I just would like just to maybe, can you give us a quick prayer just on just releasing that grace on, on, on us and that we can just look forward and have hope and and encouragement um, in this process of healing our bodies, minds, and souls. With the greatest of pleasure. As brides, we just come and we, we ask for unity. We ask for restoration. We ask for family restoration. We ask for your, your guidance and your wisdom, your vision, Lord, where you want to take us. Sure, in my way from the purpose that you have given me. I was born in a time such as this. I ahead of us. Nothing can surprise you. So even the shame that we put upon our own shoulders for you is not shame. We just have to get to the point where we say, Lord, I am weak, but you are strong. And I, I submit myself to your grace. Through your grace, you have loved me. Teach me about that grace so I can love myself the way you love me unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Journey with me and give me tools and equip me to understand how I got to where I am, but where you can take me. Help me to take day one. Help me to encourage those around me. Allow me to have a friend or a helper who can just journey with me so that I don't feel so alone. Lord, we just give you all honor and glory for what you are revealing to them right now as they are and to show them a glimpse of where you can take them. We give you all honor and glory. Amen. Amen. Wow. Very encouraged after that. Thank you so much, Leisha. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for taking your time. I know it's been under difficult circumstances, but bless you and may you have a huge impact on every person that you that you deal with, that may your ministry just grow and that this is a really a new journey for you and a new season for you to really mentor those that can come into uh, healing in this time. So thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate you so much. Thank and you I am so happy that we are on this journey of health. I'm joining you. And I'm looking forward to my process and healing. I will show you I before know. and after. <laughs> I know. So and I, just love yourself. And may everyone just really be blessed and just have grace with yourself. Yes, yes, absolutely. And it is the month of love. So love yourself first 
and enjoy this month of uh, uh, love, everyone. I just want to um, invite you to next week's program. We've got Hepzibah Brower. Uh, she's the author of The Crushed Pomegranate, and she's a mighty anointed woman of God, and she's also going to talk about healing on all areas of your life. It is She has got an amazing, amazing testimony coming up, so we just want to in, invite you, but we want to thank Leisha for joining us today. So we will see you next week same time look after yourselves take care and enjoy this time and love each other and enjoy the month of love have a great week see you next week god bless you this insert was brought to you by radio k pulpit 7 to 9 a.m please visit kpulpit.co.za